Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bitter Rivals podcast. This is episode 95 coming at you. I am your host, Avery Roush, along with co-host Catano Gallo. Uh, so what we're going to do today's episode is we're going to start off just going over the other three series, and then obviously we'll dive right into this Leafs Florida series, which they are obviously trailing to nothing at this point. Um, the Leafs, that is. So let's let's uh, let's start over in the West Western Conference. So uh, Seattle, Dallas. Yeah, uh, a nutty series so far. Really, well, first of all, didn't expect Seattle to get through. We should probably start there. Seattle beating Colorado Avalanche in Game Seven. Why? Yeah, I guess we didn't uh, we we didn't cover the game. So let's cover the Game Sevens first. Then I guess eh? we yeah. never. Because we recorded on Sunday, that's right. They went, um, they went Monday night, Sunday night, and Monday night, right? Yep. Okay. So, um, where were we here? Round one. So, Panthers obviously beat the Bruins. We did get to chat about that one. Yeah. Or, okay. So uh, no, uh, no, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't have talked any games that. That was on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. So they they. That and the Seattle-Colorado game was Sunday, and then the Devils-Rangers was Monday night. Okay, so let's go Kraken-Avalanche. Kraken win that game 2-1 in Game 7. And the defending Cup champions crash out in the first round. Unbelievable scenes. Yeah, that was absolutely ludicrous, the way that that worked out. Um, I don't think anybody really expected Seattle to be able to do that, especially against Colorado, but for them to be in the second round by itself is absolutely wild. Um, they have a team that's just four like second lines. That's what it's yeah, seems. yeah. That's, that's a really good is. way of putting it. Yeah, uh, they've been getting really good goaltending from Grubauer. Grubauer has been very, very good, um, and their defense is holding up. They're they can play a boring brand of hockey, but they can also play pretty quick. And when they get going, when they get moving up the ice, it, it, it can be tough to stop. And, and they're a scary, scary force. And I cannot believe that they beat Colorado. <laughs> like, that's insane. So, and like, you, you said they're boring, but, like, they're boring is also super effective. So, like, hard to argue with yeah. it. Yeah, they got a styling rookie. They got, they, they got all of the makings here for maybe a run. Let's see what happens. Anyway, let's move on to the Devils Rangers. Um, the Rangers stars just did not show up for a game seven. And that is, uh, a real shame. That is the reason for a four, nothing defeat in game seven. After going up two nothing in that series to lose four, nothing in game seven is absolutely wild to me. And like, they did not even put up a fight. Like that was a walk for the devils. Yeah. The devils really, really dominated that entire game. It wasn't even close. So, Panthers beat the Bruins in Game 7 overtime to move on and face the Toronto Maple Leafs. So let's just start it here, eh? because this is the one thing we can absolutely agree. Fuck the Bruins! Yes. Great to see them crash out like that. It was phenomenal stuff. Yeah, to see also the fact that Colorado and Boston both went out at the like same time, like the same night, was just every other team left in the playoffs was thinking, oh my God, we have a chance. Everybody is thinking that when those two teams go out. Oh yeah. 
everybody had Boston picked to win the cup, and you never count out the defending Stanley Cup champions. So, wild. Wild set of game sevens, and uh, set up a wild round two, so let's move on to round two. Let's start in the Western Conference. Uh, uh, so we're talking oh, Seattle and Dallas. That's where Seattle, Dallas started. is where we started. That series is tied 1-1. Uh, game two was kind of okay, but I want to talk game one, because if I'm Joe Pavelski, and I score four fucking goals, and yeah. my team still fucking loses... I am tearing them a new asshole in the locker room. Right, that was unbelievable. <laughs> like, Especially overtime, too. Like, that just oh, makes yeah. it sting so much more. But, like, you you couldn't get, like, just that little bit more effort out of somebody to give them just a fucking little bit of help. But, no, it was... Uh, I, I have no idea what the fuck's going to happen in this, in this series, really. This is an entirely like, crapshoot. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a tough one. Ottinger's had a couple of tough games. Yeah. Well, the first game he had a tough period, and then he actually shut the door, if I'm not mistaken, until overtime. Is that how that game went? I think they scored like four in the first. They got up really early. I yeah. know that for sure. They might have got one maybe in the second, but for sure they had like two or three in the first. Yeah. So it's been a weird series for sure. Um, I'm gonna take. Did I take Seattle? Well, we wouldn't have known. Because we didn't know what the game sevens were. That's fair. I'm. I think. I think Seattle wins this series and goes to the conference final. What do you think? I. I could totally see it happening, but I kind of just want to go Dallas. I think they've got a little more experience. I think they're just kind of individually better. And I think that uh, over a seven game series, uh, we'll probably add up something to take the Stars in seven. Dallas has an underrated team. Like, they have so many players that fly, fly under the radar. Heiskanen is one of the better better defensemen Bro, in the league. Like, Rupe Hintz? Unbelievable player. I don't yes. know why nobody's fucking talking about it. <laughs> He's amazing. Jason Robertson, one of the most underrated, guy, uh, underrated guys in the league. Crazy. Oh, they have goaltending. Ottinger is yeah. fantastic. They're just... there's What's that kid's name? Wyatt Johnson? Yep. Yeah. He's been outrageous. I think he had 23 goals as a rookie this year. So, yeah, underrated team. I'm, you're making me rethink my pick, but I'm still going <laughs> to take Seattle in seven. Uh, okay, Oilers, Golden Knights. Golden Knights yes. won the first game. Edmonton wins the second game last night in a complete rout, I might add. So let's talk game one, because finally Leon Dreisaitl. And I score four fucking goals. Yes. And my team still fucking loses the game. I'm yes. going in that locker room and ripping them a new hassle. <laughs> yes, that is completely fair. Like, um, like, to me, that game that game has just summarized the last decade of Edmonton Oilers hockey. Yeah. You have one of the um, best players in the world putting on an absolute fucking clinic. And everybody else just shits the bed. Yeah, and they somehow find a way to lose still. It's unbelievable. Yeah, if you're if you're Leon Dreisaitl and you lose 6-4 in a game one of the playoffs and you've scored four goals, you're right. You have to be feeling some type of way. Not a happy camper. No. Like, Mr. that's one of those ones where you, you get into the locker room and you don't even look at your defenseman or your goalie. You just fucking... You, you don't talk to them. There's nothing. Like, just what the fuck. Yeah. 
No. That is exactly how he would have been feeling after that game. Okay. Uh, Devils King, or should we move on to game two, where last night, again... Yeah, I guess it was a, it was a McJesus route, pretty much. Well, and Dreisaitl. Dreisaitl had two, McJesus had two. Oh, and, I, only uh, saw that, I only saw McJesus had two, but I mean, I'm not surprised Dreisaitl, Dreisaitl had two. He's got, what, like 15 goals through six or seven games here? Yeah, he's going to set the record. If they if they advance, he's setting a record. I think he's six goals away from a, from the record throughout a playoff round, or a playoff Bro. run. If they get to seven games in this series, he'll break that record. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Which means he could he could theoretically break this record and still go out in the second round. That's wild. Uh, <laughs> Devils Canes. Um, did anyone let the Devils know that the series started two games ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what though? I said stick a fork in them when they went down two to New York, and look what they did. And I did pick Jersey to win this series. I have my doubts. I think I'm going to probably swap that pick over to uh, Carolina. I didn't, obviously, we didn't know that they would be playing, but I figured they would beat the Devil or the Rangers. And then I had them pick to win this series after beating the Rangers on Sunday, last Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I don't think I can, can, like, just watching how bad they've been outplayed for two straight games, I don't think, uh, I don't think I can keep that status quo i'm gonna have to flip flop over to the carolina hurricanes because oh my god they look like a cohesive unit they well, play I was gonna say, I think and it's a night that is the big difference between sticking a fork in them against the rangers and against the hurricanes like the rangers they're they're an okay team like they're good a lot of star power but like the hurricanes Flawed. are a team yeah they are a team that is four lines six defensemen two goalies deep team and uh the way they're rolling right now, I I just don't see New Jersey coming back. Yeah, me either. I I'm cautiously optimistic, but I I I don't think they have much of a shot. They it, it obviously we know this. If they lose another game, that they're, they're finished. But against this Canes team, I think going down two is just not going to work out well for you. No, and I think this is it's less. I mean, for me, anyways, it's less like shitting on New New Jersey and more just praising Carolina. Like they're they're just really really fucking good and up to. I don't see them blowing it. Yeah, they're really really good, and they've been getting goaltending from multiple sources too, which is yeah. huge. Okay, Panthers Leafs. Leafs are down to on two game honestly through two games that they definitely should have won both both. Bobrovsky, in terms of goals saved above expected, has had his best two games as a Florida Panther. Isn't it like something stupid, like 5.7 goals saved above, above expected over two games? I believe the number something like that. Yeah. That's outrageous. He has been Vesna Bob, and I was not expecting that when I picked Leafs in five. That's obviously not possible any longer. I'm flip-flopping again. I'm I'm making it Leafs in seven. Yeah, I, well, I mean, it's nice to know that Bobrovsky still has that level in him. Um, as a fan of the game, it's it's nice to see that. Uh, as someone who doesn't like the Leafs, it's great to see that. Um, but I think one of the biggest talking points in this series so far has been, and I hate to go back here again, the refs. Yeah, and Wes McCauley has the call um, again in a Leafs game that he has no business being a part of. Um, 
anyway, yeah, he gets the call for Game 3 tonight, and I'm obviously not very happy about that. I think a lot of Leafs fans aren't very happy about that. We know we know the situation, and, and I think it's, it's ridiculous that he still gets the nod. Uh, the officiating through two games. So Paul Maurice seems to think that, like, he, he really buys into the whole game management thing. And and he was doing the whole six to one or five to one on his chest after game one in which the Florida Panthers took five intra- infractions and the Leafs took one. And I don't even think that was the case. I believe it was it was four infractions that Florida took. One of them was a double minor and they also scored on a delayed penalty. So that would be two. Yeah. But um, yeah, he knows how to work the refs. He knows how to work Toronto media as well. Um, he obviously coached here for a little bit and he, he understands how to troll and, and he is willing to do that. Definitely. Um, Matthew Nye's being hurt and definitely like he's not, he didn't even travel to Florida like that hurts, man. And, and that was a garbage play. I'm sorry. That was a garbage play. I, I know but there's a lot of different opinions about that play. Um, but to see that kid get hurt and to see Sam Bennett get fined 0.001% of his salary for cross-checking Michael Bunting in the head. But, like, I don't see much of a difference. There, there, I'll give you, there's a little more force in, in the Austin Matthews on Deline cross-check that, that Keith made the comparison to. If you didn't see that, Keith made a comparison between Matthews and Deline and uh, Bennett on Bunting. But I just... I don't understand I mean, how I don't, I don't think how force plays a difference in that. Like there, it's a cross check to the head. You gave Matthews two games. Bennett should be, I would say one, if you're going to go two playoff games, if we're going to do that, but like how he gets a $5,000 fine is ridiculous. It's insane. Um, Cause like, honestly, I would have given him one playoff game or the two regular games for the, the, the first cross check to the head. And I would have given him one more playoff game or the two regular season games for the second cross check when Bunting is already down. Yeah. Because that's like, yeah. And a $5,000 fine. Yeah. And to me, I'm sorry, but that nice play is also a game. 100%. That's garbage. He slams his head into the boards and then pile drives it into the ice. Like he intentionally gives him a concussion. Like that was the sole intent of Sam Bennett on that play was to concuss Matthew Nyes. So how that goes... There's no hockey play there. There's no hockey no. play involved there. No, the puck's nowhere near yeah. them anyway. Yeah. Because, like, if they were, like, battling in front of that or by the boards and, like, there was the collision and they fell and he got hurt, like, you'd be like, ah, shit, you know, like, it's a, at least a hockey play. But there's nothing about grabbing a guy, like, by the head and just slamming him into the ice. That's a hockey play. Yeah, no. Literally putting him in a chokehold and slamming his head into the ice is exactly what happened, and that, and that's just garbage. It's Like you said, it's not a hockey play. So how that goes literally unpenalized whatsoever, like he didn't even get fined for that, that's in, that's pathetic. Sick league. Like, sick Department of Player Safety. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm so surprised that the, you know, the guy who has a company called Violent Gentleman doesn't particularly care for enforcing player safety. I'm just, I'm I for one am shocked. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's definitely the right guy uh, heading the Department of Play. Like, what, in, how in God's name is, like, one of the dirtiest enforcers in the history of the, the league running the Department of Player Safety? Like, do we understand how insane that is? 
like I'm, I'm honestly surprised that like owners haven't made more of a fuss about that recently. Like seeing star players getting hurt like that with zero punishment. Like you'd think at some point they'd be like, Hey, like do something, George, maybe. Yeah. Just, you know, cause like, yeah. I, I find it hard to believe that, you know, uh, I'm not sure who is Shanahan, the Leafs president still. Like, I, I, I can't believe that he goes to those meetings and doesn't say, like, hey, why is Sam Bennett slamming my fucking star rookie into the ice, giving, a concu- giving him a concussion, and there's no fucking punishment for it? Like, I, I don't see, I can't see Brandon Shanahan, like, letting that slide. So I'm just, I'm amazed that he is still there. Yeah, no, and, you know, the thing is, is, is Brandon Shanahan used to be a Department of Player Safety head. Remember that? Sheriff Shanny? Yeah, but he also like they that was actually like a decent period because they would put out the videos showing exactly why guys got suspended or didn't get suspended. Yeah, Sheriff Shanny was was very good at his job. That was during a time when when head trauma and the damages that it causes long term were really coming to a boiling point, and he was able to to really like we've seen a lot of those crazy big dirty hits to the head taken out of the game for the most part, yeah. but when we do see them, we just want to see. We want to see the same discipline that Shanny used to dish out when he saw them, right? And, and that's just not what not not what we're getting at all. Um, well, fuck, it's not that we want to see the same. We just want to see any discipline, really. Like, fuck. Like, yeah. throw us a bone. <laughs> throw the players a bone. Don't even throw us a bone. Throw the players a bone. Well, and, and you know, the comparison the that I made, like, how ridiculous is this, does this sound? When I found out that he just got a $5,000 fine, I was at work, and I texted couple people and I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get like, I, I work at a bank. So I was like, I, I'm going to grab a hockey stick. I'm going to walk into another competitive competing bank. I'm going to cross check somebody in the mouth and I'm going to get fined like $20, like 0.001% of my salary. And I'm only going to get, that's my only punishment because it's playoff banking, right? Like that's, yeah. do you understand how ridiculous that sounds? Do you understand and, the insanity of that? And I told you, I would happily cross check you in the mouth and pay 40 bucks for it exactly like <laughs> it's just like, like there's no it's uh it's the fucking the ovechkin nut shot thing all over again the what figured, remember it was a few years ago Ovechkin got fined five grand for slashing a guy in the nuts yeah and it was just like that literally costs like Ovi makes like 10 mil a year or whatever the fuck number it is like he can do that all he wants and it's never going to affect his bank account like he's there's no punishment there for him no <laughs> like that's not a punishment no and neither is what they gave sam bennett and that's garbage yeah. so let's talk about what the leafs need to do to to obviously they need to win i would say they need to win both games in florida i think if they if they drop one of these next two in florida it's not looking good um i'm not going to expect Bobrovsky's going to be as good as he has been for the last two games i don't think that continues I think he's going to come back down to earth. The Leafs are going to get a couple soft ones on him, and that'll be that. He had an 891 save percentage in round one. That's not good. Like, that just isn't good. So, if the Leafs keep doing what they've been doing, and that is, honestly, for the most part, other than the mental lapses that have cost them goals, dominated the the Florida Panthers. Like, have you been watching the Leafs games? Uh, I missed game two, but I did watch game one, yeah. Like, they're just the better team. They look like the better team, right? Playing against Florida. They just haven't been getting... First game was a lot of bounces. They didn't get a lot of bounces. Bobrovsky played great. Dude, in game two, 
I'm not kidding. In game two, we honestly could have scored like six goals in the last minute and ten seconds. Oh, I did see. I did see the last like two minutes of that game. There were like Bobrov- four just bars yeah. post. Bobrovsky, Bobrovsky stood on his head. <laughs> and so did the post. Like, I think we hit, if I'm not mistaken, it was a crossbar and two posts in a minute and like 10 seconds. It was, it was outrageous. I just think there was one, I want to say it was Marner put like Tavares through for like a mini break from like, just like inside the circles there. And Bobrovsky made like a a 10 star save. It was unbelievable. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's just been that series. Like we have played very, very well. There have been a couple of turnovers that really, really make you scratch your head. Like, you cannot make that play. This is a time, like, this isn't a time to try to get cute, leave in your own zone. This is a time to flip the puck to center ice and skate after it, right? Even taking icing here is better than giving it away at the blue line when everybody's going the wrong way. Everybody's skating the wrong direction. And Ottawa, or Ottawa, (laughs) Florida just starts coming headfirst on Elias Samsonov. Can't happen. Can't happen. Need to be sure of everything. The Stars... I know that they played well. Austin Austin, and Mitch honestly did not look that great in game two. Willie Nylander looked fantastic in the third period after giving away the, the game. Was it the go-ahead goal? I think he gave up. It was either the tie or the go-ahead goal. I forget. It all kind of blends together. But Willie played great after that. His second half of Willie's game uh, in game two was was awesome. The first half, a lot, lot left to be desired, you know. But... Uh, so I have some, some personnel questions for you now. So let's start with who replaces Maddie Nyes. So I think we're going to go 11 and 7. Uh, I think okay. the 11 and 7 is probably going to... You're going to see a lot of it on the road. Uh, I think he the reason he deploys it on the road is because it just... it You can create different matchups and become a matchup nightmare for the home coach. Yeah. Uh, it makes him very makes it very difficult for him to to match, match up against who he does want to match up against when you start throwing those lines in a blender. I also think, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought there for a second. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, the, I also think the 11 D, even if you don't use 7 D or 11. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're going to, you're going to run 11 D. Yeah. <laughs> the 7 D, even if you don't use one of them, I understand it. It, it allows you to, to give yourself different looks on, Special teams like power play and penalty kill, maybe not power play, but well, Gustafson oh, no, actually you, you, yeah. play on the power play, right? Yeah. Uh, gives you hole for the penalty kill because that's where he does do his best work, ste- stepping in front of shots off the high, off the half wall. That's he's so good. That's what he does well. So if he's your seventh D man, he basically only gets penalty kill minutes, and you get the ability to to get Matthews Marner more ice, and also create a matchup nightmare for the opposing coach. I think that's that's a good strategy. Uh, so I, I like it. So nice is just coming out and I think Gustafson will be in to replace him. Giordano's looked horrible too. He's, he's uh, looked as so That was going to be my second thing was any changes to the defense. I know, uh, you've not been overly pleased with Giordano uh, in this series so far. Giordano has looked his age. I, you know, I love Gio. His, his contract is fantastic. He signed a, a friend, team friendly deal, but man. He's got to stop giving the puck away, and he's got to start making strong, smart plays like he has all year long. Like, he's just got to do what he's been doing. And I don't know why. I guess it's just fatigue. Shouldn't have played so much in the regular season, maybe. Maybe should have gave him a few more days off here and there. Uh, 
because he looks old, and it's not nice to see. When when people are saying bring in bring in Hole over Geo, that's yeah, that's uncharted territory, my friend. So, uh, I don't know. I I for whatever reason, I still believe the Leafs are going to win this series. Like I don't think. New Jersey has a chance to come back on the Hurricanes. I do believe the Leafs have a chance to come back on the Florida Panthers. Um, I think it'll go seven games. I said that off the top. Well, I said off the top today. I said yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 let, we'll, we'll let you change your prediction, Abe. I'm not uh, not going to hold you to that. So I mean, you, you didn't even know who you were playing. Uh, did you? No, you didn't even know who you were playing the last time we recorded. So we'll, we'll let you have it. I've been saying Leafs in five all week, but anyway. Um, I'm nervous, but also calm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It's, you're, you're so panicked that you're just done about it, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah like I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack, but at yeah. the same time, I'm not worried. Like, I feel like all we had, like, I just, I know we've played better than Florida through two games, through 120 minutes of hockey. We have been the better team. The deserve to win meter is in our favor in both games. Chill. Win a couple hockey games down in Florida. Come back home. Brand new series. Best of three. Two games at home. Take care of it. That's... That's all we can do. That's how I feel. I don't right. really have a whole lot else to add. I, uh, like I said, I feel like I'm going to have a heart attack. I, I'm having like an out, I've been having an out of body experience all day waiting for this hockey game, just like I did for games one and two. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm laughing at you because I love you, right? Like, this, this, I'm not making funny. I just, I, I've been there. I know, I know how you're feeling. It's, uh, yeah it's not fun no not fun at all but see the thing, it is fun when it gets fun yeah like the least win tonight it gets fun yes it does and i'm gonna have a hard time going to sleep tonight and not getting up for work in the morning yeah. if they win but i hope they will i think they will i i i have been very optimistic in my prediction i'm i'm, I'm saying there's a 75 percent chance that the leafs come out of florida tied it too what do you think? Uh, I think you're giving them... I don't know. I feel like this... They definitely get one for sure. But I think it goes back to Toronto 3-1. Hmm. I disagree, man. I disagree. I don't know. It's playoff right. hockey. Anything can happen. Anything can happen, and anything has happened. It's been a great playoff so far to this point, um, and I think it's going to continue to be a great playoff. It's it's got all the makings of of a really really great finish. So we're winning as hockey fans right now, even though there are flaws, namely officiating, and it's not just the Leafs Florida series. Like across the board, oh, it's been horrific. The officials have just been awful game after game after game after game after game. It's 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 honestly unfathomable that the best league in the world 
has like the worst quite, officials. Quite in literally the worst refs. Yeah, like it, it's not even close. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anything else that you wanted to get off of your chest? I I do have a couple things actually. Uh, so one just kind of a Montreal thing. So Lane Hudson and Sean Farrell are both going to represent the U.S. at the World Championships, uh, while Sam Montembeau and Justin Barron are going to represent Canada. So it's great uh, opportunities for all these young guys to go play some really high-level hockey, like meaningful hockey uh, in this spring. And then uh, you did mention them a little earlier, and I just want to we – ha- we haven't really, like, discussed this a lot. But the Ottawa Senators and their ownership. Um, so it's come out recently. So Ryan Reynolds, we've known for a while, uh, is interested in buying. But recently Snoop Dogg and The Weeknd have both got in, gone in on separate um, bids for the franchise. Just uh, thoughts? Uh, I think that it's kind of funny to see all of these these celebrities fighting over the Ottawa Senators. Like, that's incredible to me. Uh, I think it's great for the franchise. I think any of those guys being a part of it would be great for the franchise. Um, if we're talking about who we think should end up doing it, I'd like to see Snoop Dogg do it, personally. Uh, I, I liked his messaging. Um, if you didn't catch his, his spiel on first take, I, I'd encourage you to go listen to it. Um, he's doing it for all the right reasons. And it also sounds like he'll be actually a majority owner. Whereas, uh, I'm, I haven't read into the weekend's bid yet, but it sounds like Ryan Reynolds would be more of a face uh, behind a ton of money. Whereas yeah. Snoop Dogg would actually be one of the primary investors. Um, I, I do believe Reynolds would be investing. He's not majority anyways. Yes. Whereas Snoop Dogg would be a majority yeah. investor. I think that's huge. In terms of relevance, like the celebrity's relevance to to the operation, uh, Snoop Dogg's been a hockey fan forever, so it's very nice to see him get involved. And uh, like I said, I think I'd like to see him take it. Yeah, uh, I I don't think they could get a, a bad owner between the two of them. I'm not. I just I don't know enough about the weekend, uh, like outside of his music, to really uh, to really say. But I think either Ryan Reynolds, you've seen what he's done uh, at Wrexham, the uh, the soccer team in Wales, what he's done for them already. So, you know, he kind of has a bit of, at least a bit of experience uh, doing that. And obviously being Canadian knows what, you know, the Ottawa Senators and hockey means to us as a country. So I think he'd be great. But like you said, Snoop Dogg is a massive, uh, massive hockey fan, massive uh, pop culture icon. Uh, So I definitely uh, would not hate seeing him involved in the league one bit. Yeah, and he he has done like little things for the league before, whether it be at All Star Games or yeah. uh, I've seen him commentating on a couple of LA Kings games. He's obviously from Los Angeles. Uh, uh, he yeah. was in one of the he was one of one of the NHL games a few years ago doing commentary. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So it would be it would be awesome to see one of those guys get in. I think that's that's and I'm surprised. Like I saw a tweet the other day. Um, forgive me for for not giving credit. I don't remember who sent it, but it was. I can't believe that Snoop Dogg and Ryan Reynolds are fighting over Brady Kachuk right now. <laughs> like, That's basically what it is. It's kind of funny uh, to see all of these celebrities want, want a hand in the Ottawa Senators, a team that we've clowned on nonstop. So, oh, and just to yeah. be clear, like, whoever buys them, like, they will still be clowned on nonstop. Like, that, don't, don't get it twisted. Absolutely. We're not playing here. Not at all. All right. But other than that, yeah, that is everything for me. Uh, anything else for you? No, I'm. I am very good. I'm calm, 
chill. It's a nice Sunday more Sunday afternoon right now, ready for our Sunday night game. And I'm just going to ease into it, you know, get some Osmos. Please sponsor us. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's that's my plan for today. Going to watch a couple episodes of a show with the wife and then, then eat some Osmos and then, uh, then casually watch a hockey game without any nerves at all. That's the plan. <laughs> Uh, somehow I feel like you're lying, Mary. I feel like you might be just underplaying it a bit. Well, I am going to take all of those steps, but there's no way I'm going to cautiously enjoy watching that hockey game. That's how I should say I'm not going to enjoy it. It's going to be pure panic from start to finish, from puck drop till fucking buzzer. So, anyway, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you to the Game Entertainment and Media for hosting us as always. Uh, I did do an episode of Top Shelf, so if you haven't already, go check that out. Uh, Gitano, I believe you said you were recording an episode of Full Time later today. Yes. So when that drops, go check that out. Thank you for listening to Bitter Rivals episode 95. We are out of here. We will talk to you next Sunday, hopefully with the Leafs back in the driver's seat in the series. Thank you for listening, everybody. Ciao.